Welcome to this week's episode of Humans of SDU. This week's guest is Julian, who is an exchange student from Switzerland, studying here at SDU this semester. And this week's hosts are Namina and Emma. Enjoy. So, today we have Julian with us. Yeah, hello everyone. Yes. Could you maybe introduce yourself a little bit, just the basics? Yeah, sure. I'm Julian. I'm from uh, Switzerland, doing my exchange here in Onsee and um, studying business engineering in Switzerland. And here I'm doing several courses in different um, subjects. And uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So you're here for one semester or one year or? Yeah, I'm here for one semester. I came here uh, in September and I will leave in January and then I will continue in Switzerland. Okay. Yeah. So you are on your master's, you said? No, bachelor. Bachelor, yes. sorry. No problem. Yeah. So what made you decide to come here to Denmark? Um, yeah, I had several options. Um, but during Corona, I d was uh, searching for something that is um, that I also can do because I really wanted to go abroad. And then I was thinking about Denmark because also the university looks quite good. They have a lot of good um, stuff, like a lot of good courses I can choose. So I was like, yeah, why not? Why not go to Denmark? And um, yeah, it turned out to be quite a good decision, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm happy so far here. So yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Yeah. So you mentioned that you 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 bike before you started your bachelor's or started Exactly. Yeah. 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 Actually my goal was to drive here by bicycle from Switzerland. Oh. Um but it at this time it was April when I started when I had this um vision <laughs> um Germany was still in lockdown. So I could not drive through Germany. So I was um, then uh, adjusting my plans a bit and I was cycling around quite a time in uh, Sweden and Norway. Okay. So, yeah. That's, you wanted to bike here from Switzerland. How long would that take? Like if you prep for it, I don't know. Uh, not too long, maybe. If I would do it directly, maybe a month or two weeks i mean it's quite a long but it's not <laughs> fucking long. <laughs> yeah, yeah i was just like you said not not long and this is like a month maybe <laughs> like um okay yeah yeah i mean yeah actually it's quite long but yeah in the end i cycled around five months in mm -hmm. sweden and in norway so in comparison to that but yeah i would also not my plan was not coming directly. I was like, yeah, going through Eastern Europe and then the Balt uh, Baltics, mm -hmm. like, and then crossing to Finland, maybe go a bit up and then through Sweden and Denmark. But in the end, um, yeah, I, I changed and uh, I flew directly to Stockholm. And then from there, I started my journey. And uh, yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> So, ha okay, that's one thing I'm curious about. If you wanted to bike here, like, how would you get all your stuff? And I mean, I'm assuming you're just going to ship it or something or? No, like I had all my stuff on my bicycle. Like. <laughs> how? <laughs> um, 
I have uh, two big bags um, on the bicycle and one uh, on top of like the what is it called like where you pack your things on the bicycle mm. in the rear and one in front and yeah I had my tent I had basic um, basic camping gears I have the good very warm sleeping bag mattress and uh, yeah some some shirts and also I mean when I finished my travel I went back for a week before I studied here so I could also take some clothes but all the other things over all of my bag I also had my laptop I mean people ask me sometimes how do you take all your study stuff with you but to be honest it's just my laptop it's everything on my laptop yeah okay that's true I don't know how you have it but yeah yeah nowadays it's quite like that right mm. so yeah it was it was like that and uh yeah i don't miss anything now i have everything <laughs> wow you really know how to pack then <laughs> yeah well i mean i just know like personally i always overpack when i go somewhere yes i always feel like i don't have enough space <laughs> <laughs> i feel like are you the same emma or i'm getting better yeah i'm you know i'm I'm getting better but it's definitely still a thing that i overpack yeah mm. yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Sh- i should really you know my little brother he does this thing where he pretends that he's going away and then he packs and then he practices he practices packing not just practices that he can have his stuff in that bag and then oh, he thinks okay. well okay maybe i could have it in a smaller bag Mm. I don't know if you had to have your things on a bicycle, maybe the size of the bag you'd need to practice putting all your stuff in or yeah it's it's quite limited um i I did some test packing course to see if everything goes in um can't really remember I think one bag contains thirty liters, so I had two of thirty liters um Yeah, and then you're quite limited after packing the basic stuff. You see like shit, <laughs> mm. like after the tent, the sleeping bag, the mattress, and then all the clothes you need. You start to realize there's not much left. So yeah, but it's it's good. Uh, if you go a bit, uh, if you do a trip like this, it's actually good. Do not take as much as mm-hmm. you think in the beginning. Be a bit minimalistic and then yeah you don't have to care more for that thing yeah but so you had two 30 liter bags on each side of your yes. on the back of the bicycle isn't that hard to bicycle with yeah that is it's different from when you bicycle for example to school mm-hmm. i had um also like a counter that that tells me how f- how fast i am driving and yeah You never drive faster than fifteen to twenty kilometer per hour. So it and if it goes up you will feel it a lot. Mm, yeah, I can imagine. So yeah. yeah. So it it's it's more like you, you always drive the whole day in quite low speed, but since you're constantly driving for like I mean my day was like basically going up eat 
put the tent together and start driving, eat somewhere for lunch, drive for another four hours, like in general, maybe eight hours a day or something. And then in the evening, uh, put my tent somewhere and sleep. So if you have eight hours, 20 kilometers per hour, it's quite a lot. It can yeah, bring you yeah. quite far a day. Mm. And that's a very, very good day. Mm. Mostly I made around 60 kilometer or per 70 kilometer per day. So, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine. So, like, you said you were, like, cycling in Sweden and Norway. Yes, and a and little bit in Denmark also. And a little bit in Denmark. Yeah. So, w what was it, like, did you see a place where you thought, wow, this place, like, what was your favorite place to be or that you Ooh. experienced in That's these countries? That's a question I get asked quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's it's hard because Sweden is an amazing country. I've spent, let's say, 70% of the trip in Sweden. And I had so many nice experiences in Sweden, naturally-wise, like from places. And then I went to Norway and uh, it blew me away. Like it's even more beautiful or at least the same. And then, yeah, so... It's really hard to say, but maybe I can say the nicest places is where you meet the the nice people and then you feel like this is a really nice place. So I had a lot of this experience. So one area I really liked is um, the southern part of Sweden, like Skåne. Mm. Or I don't know how to pronounce it right. Like the area yeah, around Malmö. Yeah. And yeah, because I had a lot of nice... Uh, I met a lot of nice people there and sometimes I even bicycled with them a bit and yeah. And uh, also in Norway, like I was on the Lofoten, if you know them, it's like this little islands that go out quite in the Atlantic Sea. Not quite sure about that. But yeah, yeah, they were amazing. And also in the end, I was on North Cape. It's the most northern point of Europe. Mm -hmm. I cycled there and I was also an amazing place. I cycled with some reindeers. Like Whoa. they were literally next to me and mm -hmm. I was cycling and they were next to me. And yeah, these are some really nice uh, memories I have about the trip. <laughs> yeah, sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get the bike from Switzerland to if you you flew from Switzerland to, exactly. to Stockholm um, yeah it's actually um, you can take it into the airplane oh, um, oh I didn't know the, yeah <laughs> I didn't know either yeah. before <laughs> uh, most of the flying companies like um, they have that they have that uh, product that you can pay uh, certain amount of money but it's quite expensive I paid 150 euros oh yeah plus the baggage mm. plus the seat for one flight so yeah but uh, it's possible definitely and um, you have to do um, some specific things with your bicycle if you want to do that for example you have to um, let the air out of the tires because in the mm. air 
the pressure is higher and mm. so there's the risk that your tire will uh, blow up um, you also have to uh, adjust your steering thing and then put it all the the whole bicycle you have to put in a carton box like in a in a hard paper box oh mm. yeah and uh, yeah it was quite quite a process but yeah <laughs> it went well <laughs> you were determined to yeah. make it work <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly nice so you said you brought a tent with you yeah is that where you spend like all of your nights or did you stay at maybe like a hostel or something like that yeah um i i think i calculated it once in it was 128 uh, days i spent on the bicycle and i think quite much like 100 days almost i spent in a tent in a tent wow and um then i did a lot of couch surfing mm. i tried and in the cities it works quite good you know couch surfing yeah, yeah. Mm. but when you're on the countryside it's hard to find a place um so then i just took a tent took my tent and sometimes i also met people like in the rural areas some people came to me and they were like what are you doing oh do you want to sleep in my house uh, do you want to eat with us and stuff so that was really nice so and also because um of hygiene reasons you know like i could not um, shower every day in the tent of course not so i was really happy to go to people's home mm. from time to time just to shower and also have some social um experience yeah. you're quite a lot of time you're quite alone <laughs> yeah yeah so okay so you said like just strangers would come up and ask you and they would offer you a place to stay yeah totally like did you just trust them just like out of like with no prior knowledge yeah i think yes um mostly i gave them a chance (laughs) (laughs) just like i mean you know stranger danger all that yeah i mean i would say that i i kind of have a good feeling for humans but of course it's mm, i can also not have the 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 right how can i see of course there can stuff uh, stuff happens yeah but um yeah if you trust in like the good of people somehow because Mm. most of the people they came they were really um interested in what i'm doing maybe they did something similar in their earlier days when they were Mm -hmm. young you know and they were like oh i i just when i see you one guy was like when i see you i think about my travel in the u.s in the 70s when i was 25 you know it was my best time yeah and then you come into that talk and you feel very um you feel like kind of familiar with them and and you 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 build a trust and then things happen then it's not that they came to me and like hey come to my house it's yeah right <laughs> <laughs> i mean of course not <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah that's that was actually also the highlights like all the mm. people i met um, mm. yeah i mean yeah i mean you're still here so obviously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were all nice people <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i mean that's great i was just you know thinking 
some people might be a bit, you know, weird. Like, did you have any funny experiences with these people that you stayed at, whose houses you stayed at? Yeah, yeah, I had. Um, for example, there was one guy. Actually, in the beginning, I also thought of it. Well, this may be a bit of a weird guy, but he was, he had this, I met him close to um, Karlstad. It's in the middle of Sweden. Mm? It's quite a, it was quite a countryside area. And uh, I was just eating in a bus station and then he came with his old Volvo and he st he stopped and he was asking me for the way and I was and ask, uh, saying like, I don't know. And I, hey, what are you doing? Oh, oh, with the bicycle. Oh, nice. And then he was like, can I talk a bit to you? He was really shy. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, yeah, sure, sure. And then uh, I told him that I'm from Switzerland and then he was really interested in me because somehow oh, it was his um, boy dream to get a crossbow from Switzerland, you know, this this kind of a weapon. Mm -hmm. So he was just telling me stuff about that for half an hour and then <laughs> it was very funny. And then in the end, he was asking me where I'm going and I t told him the way on my Google Maps. And then he was like, oh, my house is actually right on that route. So if you're crossing there, just call me and uh, come to my family and everything. And I was like, oh yeah, sure. I will be there probably in two or three days. And then I was like, yeah, fine, this is my number. And then three days later I was there, I called him and uh, he picked me up with his Volvo mm -hmm. and uh, brought me to his um, farmhouse, like a classical Swedish farmhouse, red and you know how you, how mm. you imagine it in the yeah. movies and with his whole family and I think it was also Mother's Day so I celebrated with that family there and uh, yeah that was that was very very fun actually and very very nice and uh, also I could shower so yeah <laughs> <laughs> always a bonus <laughs> <laughs> always great <laughs> yeah oh that sounds great that sounds like a really special experience yeah yeah, yeah and I had quite a few of them mm? yeah actually <laughs> Was there anything that you missed not being, you know, able to sleep in a real bed in a real house every night besides the showers? Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, you miss the comfort, of course, especially when it's raining mm. Mm. or in the north of Sweden and Norway, you have a lot of mosquitoes, for example, mm -hmm. in the summer. And... Um, yeah, when you have these things and it's not always good when you do a trip like this, you know, you have bad days, bad weeks even. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I was thinking a lot about giving up in Norway. Um, there were a lot of days where it was just raining, like really mm -hmm. straight raining and a lot of wind. And uh, yeah, I was just thinking I'm taking a hotel now and because my my goal was always kind of to not pay for a night like i i don't know why it was just like in my head like if i can manage to go on this trip just tenting or or doing couch surfing it would be amazing and um yeah but then if you just continue and continue good days will come again and, and then you see that it's worth it and then yeah mm -hmm. but you miss the, the comfort, of course. Did you have a, a plan B if, you know, 
if you didn't want to do it anymore was was it just yeah i mean you're always free when you do something like this it's like you decide in every minute you decide what you're doing i mean i had nothing like no appointments no nothing i could just drive around so whenever i, I would really think about giving up or going home or, or doing something else i could just do that mm. so yeah actually i also did like in the very end i was in denmark i came all the way down from norway and then took a ferry to denmark and um yeah i was not feeling good anymore and i didn't want to cycle anymore so i just took a train from arhus to Unse, mm -hmm. which would took me like three days more to cycle and i was like ah oh, no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> mm. I took a train and I came here. Mm. So yeah, it's quite yeah. free. <laughs> yeah. So before you made this big trip, have you done anything similar in the past, or was it just like one day you decided hmm, I'm just gonna bike for four months? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I wanted to do something like that. In the beginning I was talking about maybe doing hitchhiking around then corona came and then I was thinking about yeah hitchhiking is not so good because you get into contact with a lot of people in a car and and also I was thinking about I have to do something in countries that are quite big so I'm not have to change borders every time so it's more feasible with corona I was thinking yeah maybe bicycling then I did a, a small trip um, last year I went all the way on the Rhine River from Switzerland to Rotterdam and it was 10 days it was quite nice and I enjoyed it so I was like yeah let's do that and then it turned out that Scandinavia is doing quite well with the pandemic so I was like yeah it's actually nice beautiful countries why not don't mm -hmm. have to change border that lot that much so yeah mm. that's why but i was always into outdoor activities and hiking in switzerland a lot so yeah yeah um how old are you again i forgot to ask i think i don't know from 25 25 yes okay so um when you decided to do this trip because it is kind of like wild if you think about it, just from an outside point of view, of course. Sure. How did your friends and family back home react when you said like, I'm gonna bike through Scandinavia for four months or? Yeah, the, I mean, they're kind of used to like my weird plans okay. <laughs> every time. <laughs> 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 so of course they, most of them were like, yeah, it's very cool. It's very nice, do it, do it. Some of them were also like, yeah, it's just another idea of Julian. <laughs> 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 but it's nice if you're going to do it. Uh, and my mother, she didn't really like the plan in the beginning. Um, also in the beginning, I was telling her I'm going to hitchhike. And I came and said like, okay, I'm going to cycle. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's a bit better than hitchhiking. Mm. And when I told her about the countries, Sweden and Norway, she was uh, then quite good because it's quite safe um, here. And but yeah, most of them, like uh, almost, nah, 
all of them actually they supported me and uh, they really like it and uh, mm -hmm. yeah the i stayed in contact with them all the time and they were all super like they were all um asking questions and stuff and yeah it was nice yeah <laughs> what is your plan after this semester are you just going back home to study or are you planning on another trip or yeah i was during my travels i had a lot of ideas for like doing other trips and also y you're kind of in this travel bubble because all the people or almost all the people you meet are also traveling um i met also a lot of travelers that do the same thing kind of by bike and they tell you the stories they did or which they want to do and and you're really into that and you're like okay i want to do this trip i want to do that i actually just want to travel forever <laughs> but then i um started to study here and then yeah you kind of um realize it was a really great time but uh, there's also other things and yeah so now at the moment i'm uh, searching also for a job and when i'm back in switzerland i will continue my studies and work and then yeah i want to start working and uh, mm. but of course i want to travel once again but it does not have to be next year or so yeah because it's also quite expensive <laughs> i need to earn some money yeah <laughs> yeah true, true. <laughs> and you need to get the bicycle back i assume yeah my bicycle is actually here now mm. i think i will not take it to switzerland i will sell it mm. oh, okay yeah it's n it's not a very special bike it's um just a normal random bike mm. i got it from my good mother mm. and yeah i did not change a lot so i will just sell it and buy a new one in switzerland mm -hmm. yeah probably yeah that makes sense yes yeah. it's, it's expensive to <coughs> yeah bring, to bring back. it back yeah home, exactly yeah that makes sense and cycling home in january is not recommendable <laughs> <laughs> well no you'd, you'd have to do it in a in a certain uh time of the year right because yeah. i mean you did it from april yes and then for four or five months so you had the summer and and that's good but you couldn't you couldn't do it in the same way and let's say now could you mm not in this region yeah. i mean if you're like up to the, the to the polar circle it is really like you have three months to cycle there or four um because now for example in north cape there is already snow and ice and minus temperature and i mean in the southern region of sweden and norway you could probably cycle now but it would be already quite inconvenient um so yeah if you want to do something like this you have to do it between june and, and september because the also the first two months i stayed um in the lower area in the southern area of sweden because i knew it's gonna be too cold up north and even there i had nights with just three degrees and snow and stuff like this so yeah i mean you really have to take the summer for mm. for that yeah mm. you'd also have to p 
pack a bit more clothes if you wanted to do it while it was yeah. colder. Mm. Yeah. You might have a problem with your <laughs> with your bags and packing and stuff exactly. if you had to mm. bring big jackets and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we have actually reached almost reached the end of our episode. But there is one question that we ask all our guests. Okay. Um, Emma, would you do the honors, maybe? We uh, typically ask uh, we ask all our guests if they have a life hack that they want to share with us. So uh, do you have a life hack that you want to share? Um, yeah, I think one thing is that you should always take the way as your destination, um, of course. You can say it for cycling, but um, also in life, I think. Don't feel like you will be happy if you achieve this or that. Just try to, to enjoy the way on your, like the way you are doing now and, and try to take this as your destination. And yeah, I tried that also cycling. It's not worth if you cycle to North Cape. To just enjoy the day when you're in North Cape, you have to enjoy the whole trip. And that's also in life, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a really good hi- life hack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Very good. Well, then we just want to say thank you for joining us on this episode. Yeah, thank you as well. It was quite good. Cool. <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode of Humans of SDU. Don't forget to check out our website and our social medias and uh, see you next week.